What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to Thread and Needle Podcast. I am your host, Jared Kelly, brought to you my si- by my side, my co-host, Sean Bruner. Hope you guys are having a lovely day. I know here in Jersey, it's 82, kind of looking pretty similar in Philly. Hope you guys are having a lovely Thursday afternoon. So opening up the show, Sean, I kind of just want to talk a little bit about the Boston and Golden State series. I mean, Ultimately, I saw a statistic that popped up last night during the game in the fourth quarter. Boston Boston only had one turnover in the fourth. Yeah. And that goes to show you how good they're playing as a team and how good they were moving the ball. Yeah. I feel like on Golden State's end, there was a lot of unnecessary turnovers, man. A lot. Between I saw Steph Curry through a pass turnover, Draymond Green, like, you know, and 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 we're also gonna get into it uh later in the episode. But, you know, frankly talking about Draymond Green's uh, perspective on failing out, like that's 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 not good for Golden State, man. That's not what they need. Like he's their defensive anchor, her their second facilitator, other than Curry. You know what I mean? He he knows how to facilitate, and you know it just wasn't looking good for Golden State. But I uh, will say, Clay Thompson did his job. He dropped twenty five, and Steph Curry dropped thirty one. And you know we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit more about um, Steph Curry's late late game. Uh, kind of injury um with Al Horford he was uh he was he was limping off the court but mm-hmm. we 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 heard some rumors and some reports that uh he he apparently uh avoided the injury that yeah. that is that is huge that's good luck for Golden State Warriors and and there is hope for optimism on whether or not he is going to play game four yeah he should play game four and going back to Draymond I think just Draymond failing it is not good for Golden State not because good, man. he's your defensive anchor. Yeah. He facilitates the ball. Yeah. And you need him on your team and you need him on the court. So he can't be failing out and having these dumb fails. And I saw earlier in the game yesterday, I mean, Curry, I think he was on his second fail or something. Yeah. First fail yeah. in the first quarter. And he jumped up at Marcus Smart and then like just like swatted down and failed him. But yeah. like Curry should should be smarter about that. Like yeah. he was in foul trouble too. I yeah. think he had five or something. Yeah, he was in foul trouble. Yep, early so, foul trouble. So yep. he has to avoid the fouls. And Golden State was just fouling way too much. And the turnovers, dude, are they a big play. Key. They play such a big part, man. Yeah, yeah they and really do. Boston had a lot of turnovers, and I'm pretty sure. I think I saw yesterday Golden State had more points off turnovers than Boston. Yeah. But something that's really killing the Golden State Warriors is rebounds. 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 I was literally is- going to say that offensive rebounds, dude. Boston has been killing they it. They had about like 16, 17 I know. Yesterday. Between Grant Williams and Robert Williams. Shout out to my yeah. dad. Robert Williams is his boy. He's like, every, every time he's not on the floor, he's like, where is he at? I'm like, oh, he's on the bench, dad. And then when he comes yeah. in, he's like, yo, my boy. But uh, yeah, dude, they crashed the glass so well. Yeah, and Golden State, like, they just don't have big players they don't. to grab the yeah. boards and stuff. And I don't I don't know if Steve Kerr just doesn't have trust in Kaminga, but I, like, Kaminga was playing pretty good in the playoffs, and I thought that maybe he could be in – like a backup for Kevon Looney and stuff, but I get it because they need more offense out there. Yeah. So you so they're kind of running the smaller ball lineup. Yeah, they want more offense out there. Yeah. You want Poole, Curry, Clay, Wiggins, and yeah. Gray out there. So yeah, 
Yeah, so I, I mean, yeah, the, Boston is just killing Golden State on the offensive boards. Yeah, like, I mean, they are just demolishing them, dude. Every time down the court when it's Boston's possession, I just see Robert Williams. They get in second chance baskets. Yeah. Like it's it, it's nonstop. It seems like every single time Brown, Tatum, Smart puts up a shot, Horford, Robert Williams, or Grant Williams are always there. Yeah, always there. Yeah, and and, then, and honestly, dude, like. Like I said, I mean, Andrew Wiggins kind of played a big part in Game 3, too. He had 18 with 7 rebounds. I mean, contributed on the rebounding end and a little bit of points. But Draymond Green with 2 points. Come on, man. I ain't going to get it done. Yeah, 4 rebounds. Kevin Looney had 7 boards. Yeah, that's nice, but 6 points. And then, you know, obviously Clay had 25. Steph Curry had 31. And Jordan Poole only 10. I mean, you really got to have, like, more, you got to have people step need, up. More guys need, contribute on the offensive end. You really need more from Jordan Poole. And I don't, you do. I don't like it. I think he should take more than eight shots a game. He like, has I mean, to. He's he has just to. been incredible all yeah. season. I mean, he, just... he has to take more than eight shots a game, man. Right. So, Sean, I know you brought up a statistic on how much uh, Curry's averaging throughout this playoffs. Uh, do you know what that number was? So, he's averaging 31.3 points a game. Oh, my gosh. And Whew. I'm pretty sure, like, the rest of the team is averaging, like, under, like, 15, 20 yeah. or something wow. like that. Like, so, it goes to show you just Steph Curry's presence, yeah, man. Yeah. It really looked good yesterday seeing Klay Thompson out there. Like he started off real slow. He's been slow like throughout the entire final so yeah. far, and you saw him get heat up a little bit. So yeah, hopefully, he comes out firing in Game Four. Uh, Steph Curry comes out firing in Game Four, and you know the Warriors just have to. I think the Warriors can beat the Boston Celtics. Like I do believe the Warriors still win in about seven yeah, games. Yeah, ultimately, my my decision is I I I, I think that. Warriors are going to pull it out in Game 7. I think when it really comes down to it and it really matters that they're going to play their A game and they're yeah. going to be going. Yeah, which they will. And I kind of wanted to go over to the Boston Celtics end. So Jason Tatum obviously had 26. You had Al Horford, Big Al with 11. You had Robert Williams with 8 points, but he also had 10 rebounds. That's huge. And they had Jalen Brown with 27, 9 rebounds. Marcus Smart with 24 points and 7 rebounds as a point guard. I mean, right there, you got... You got three guys with over 20-some points, man, with Jason Tatum having 26, Jalen Brown having 27, and then Marcus Smart having 24. I mean, dude, that goes to show you. And then having Grant Williams score 10 points. I and, mean, you, and you still get points from Horford with 11. Yeah, with 11, yeah. Robert Williams with 8. And then you yeah. look on Golden State's end, Draymond with 2. It's just Wiggins not gonna had cut 18, it. Looney had 6. Yeah, it's just not going to cut it, man. And Curry, State. Curry and Clay did their thing. And then off the bench, they had 18 bench points. Yeah. Compared yeah. to Boston. That's just not going to get it done, man. I mean, Warriors just need more on the offensive end. And, I mean, on the rebounding end, I mean, they, they they really have nobody to contribute between Grant Williams and Robert Williams. I mean, you got Draymond Green. Yes, I mean, he's good, you know, when he's, when he's playing aggressive, but he's also not, like, that tall. And then you got, like, Kevin Looney, who he can get rebounds, he can block shots, but sometimes he could be a little inconsistent. You know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty sure Kevin Looney is still pretty young. So, yeah. you know what I mean? So, and then, like you were saying, you brought up a good point about Kaminga. I think, honestly, yeah, Steve Kerr doesn't have enough trust yet. Like, I thought he played great in that Memphis series. Yeah, yeah, I thought I thought he did too. But, but, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really thinking that Steve Kerr doesn't have enough trust, like I said, key point, yet. I don't think he has enough trust yet in Kaminga. But down the line, a couple years, I think he surely will. And you'll be getting a lot of more talk. I'll tell you somebody on Golden State who's been hitting their shots. Otto Porter Otto has been Porter? hitting their sh- yeah. his shots. Yeah, I saw he caught it like real yeah. low and then just pulled yeah. it. Yeah, he, he, 
his shot has been wet this series. Yeah, yeah, it has. Yeah, shout out to Otto Porter, man. <laughs> the second Wilt Chamberlain. Eh? Yeah, right. <laughs> no, but I, still, I do believe Golden State can still come back and win this game. I mean, like when it all when it's all said and done and it comes down to it, Golden State is going to play their heart out and they're going to win it. Yeah, absolutely. Bo- Bo- and Like if Golden State plays on their A game, Boston has zero chance. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree, Sean. And, you know, I love Steve Kerr. I love actually both coaches, honestly, in this series. Yeah. I think – uh boston's young head coach dude he has been he has been doing a phenomenal job of boston yeah and he i know i know (laughs) and uh i i think he's got the pieces to surely do it and you know he works so well with these young guys and i also wanted to break down a little thing Uh, i heard a broadcaster say that the the veterans the veteran leaders got it done on boston's end last night and i was like listen like as much as you can try to consider Jason Tatum a veteran. He's not a veteran yet. He's still a young cat. He's still developing. You know what I mean? Like, and Jalen Brown, Brown is Brown's a young like cat. One year older. Yeah, that's what I mean. If you want to talk about Al Horford, yes, he's a vet. You talk about Marcus Smart, yeah, he could be a vet. You know what I mean? Like, he's yeah, been in the league for a while. Been in the league for like yeah, years. Been in the league for a while. Yeah, but I was like, the broadcaster said that, and I looked at my dad, and I go, "Is he talking about those young cats like that? Already calling them a vet?" I was like, "I was like, relax, relax. They're they're generational players. That's what yeah. they're going to be, and they're going to be, you know, upcoming." The upcoming stars in, you know, the next five to ten years, they're shortly going to be playing. You know, when Steph Curry's gone, LeBron James, and, you know, all that all, all that, all that, good talent. Yeah, so I don't know if you saw Klay Thompson's post-game interview. Uh, he was talking, the reporter asked if the fans were distracting him and everything, like getting in his head and everything, and he yeah, said... Yeah, I actually did not see it, Sean, but yeah, break it yeah, down to me, yeah, he, what they said. He said, we played in front of rude people before throwing F-bombs with children in a crown, real classy Boston. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, I looked over at my dad when I'm watching this game, and, you know, he sees the diehard Boston fans. I yeah. mean, you know, all got paint in their face, and, you know, I'm sure you heard uh, the, the crowd chanting F.U. Draymond. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> so, you know, when, when he got failed out. So, you know, this Boston team, I mean, you know, they're right or die. They're just like Philly yeah, when, fans, Yeah, man. when you're when you're trying to win and you're a winning organization yeah. and everything, like, you just want to win. Yeah, you just want to win, yeah. And they're going to try to get into players' head yeah. mentally, you know what I mean? Right. Like, try to get them off their A game. But, yeah, I mean, exactly you know. Exactly what Philly does. Dude, so. Clay Thompson, the whole Warriors organization, they're used to it, man. They've been here before. They've done that. Dude, they went up against LeBron and the Cavs. Come on, man. I mean. You know, like they they got they got heat then, you yeah, know. Right. So, you know, and uh, you know, yeah, they're used to it. And you know, I I, I respect Clay Thompson' response to the reporter's comment. I mean, question. Sorry about that. Uh, but but yeah, I mean, you know, he's he's used to it. And honestly, I mean, it's not a thing really that I'm taking into consideration about Boston really showing class because you know they die hard for their sports just like just like Philly so you know what I mean and they're surely let Boston hear it when they're not playing well just like Philly will and you know when they're playing good yeah they're gonna let the other the opposite team know you know what I mean like you're, you're getting destroyed <laughs> right so going into game four yeah what's your early predictions early predictions for score what what score is going to nah, be or just who's like, gonna... like who do you think like who's going to go off who's, who's going to go off who's going to win so i expect steph curry to have another another fantastic game i expect andrew wiggins to score a little bit more like you like you said you brought up a good point about jordan Poole taking more than eight I expect, shots i expect i hope to he come out. yeah i hope he at least has i don't know 14 at least 14 15 yeah at least 14 15 shots attempted like even if they don't go in just try because dude he was sparking it like right you're early in the fourth quarter yeah yeah absolutely and it looks like clay thompson's getting his groove he's catching fire so i expect clay thompson to have like maybe four maybe five threes uh in game four 
and you know hopefully they could figure out the rebounding situation because and the turnover situation but both teams had have been kind of turning the ball over ridiculously anyway so you know so but they but on golden state's end man they really just got to figure it out on the rebounding end and then ultimately if they get around on the offensive end they get everything right i think they could pull it out in game four yeah i mean i, I just, can get, get a win just just there's, there's just way too many people just going on boston's bandwagon right now and just just they're well, you know, easily win the series. Like, yeah, yeah, not, like, yeah. Well, you know, you know how people are. <laughs> I know. think I'm yeah. expecting Golden State to come out yeah. firing on all cylinders, yeah. and I expect them to win Game Four in Boston. Yeah. Go back to San Francisco and win Game Five. Go back to Boston and, back and to lose Boston. Game Six, and I expect the Warriors to win Game Seven at home. At home, yeah. I'm expecting that too, Sean. I'm expecting that too. So that is our predictions for the series, and you know, shout out to both teams. I mean. They're making it a heck of a series, honestly. They are. This is this is one heck of a final. It really is, yeah. I mean, it's just been nail-biting. Yeah, and they're just going back and forth, yeah. really. And you love games like this. Oh, yeah. You love games oh, like this, yeah. man, because if it is a blowout, I, it's just not interesting I, I, to watch. I said this. I said that this might be one of the greatest finals ever. Yeah, you did say that. This yeah, you be... did say that. You did say that, Sean, and I will back you up on that. You did say that. So... I just hope it has a good ending. Yeah, for sure, for <laughs> sure. And, you know, so, guys, you got our predictions, and, you know, get ready for game four. Uh, so, real quick, I just wanted to give a little shout-out to my cousin Jack. He's been killing it. He actually got MVP. He came in in the last, in the fourth, and shut it down. It was 15-2, to two, and they came back and won. Jack pitched and one run scored. So, they actually they actually turned around and won 17-15, to 15, and Jack was killing it. And his coach haven't, hasn't been putting him in, I guess, because, you know, he's playing with the older crowd. I mean, that just goes you sh- shows you right there, playing with the older guys. I mean, dude, he's getting the experience. He's been killing it. Shout out to Jack. I love you, man. Shout and, out. And, and keep it up, man. You're a stud. Way, way to play, man. Way trust, to play. Trust me. When I, listen, when I was on baseball, I didn't, I didn't play that much either. Honestly, yeah, I, was yeah. always, I was always on the bench for yeah. uh, high school. So, yeah. Dude, he was trying to tell his coach, like, put me in. Let yeah. me pitch. And, you know, because the older guys, I guess, you know, he was – underlooking jack and he put him in and, and, in and, high school and no run scored in high school it's all about who you know if yeah you don't, if you yeah. don't know the coaches or anything like they don't care about yeah you, honestly, yeah like, and, really and, and jack's still young you know what i mean like you know and, he, and he's playing with you know these older guys and you know just you know big shout out to cuzzo jack uh you're doing your thing man i love you keep it up keep up the good stuff dude so sean uh let's... six game winning streak baby yeah six game winning streak dong 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 the phillies the batters are getting hot batter batter swing that bell is ringing baby five and no without gerardi <laughs> <laughs> you think they're back ah dude they dude they've been changing they've been changing that record around 26 29 i mean dude we beat the brewers last night 10 nothing Shout out to Bryce Harper, Money Harper, that three-run home run, and then that young cat, Bryson Stott. I love him, man. I love him. We got to keep him around. Possible back-to-back MVPs for Harper? Yeah, up in the air. Up in the air. I mean, listen. Some some optimistic. Listen, it's Philadelphia, so I really don't expect them to win back-to-back. Yeah, I yeah. I was surprised he even won last year just yeah, because it's Yeah, you did bring Philly, that up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm hoping for a back. I mean, he's playing like an MVP right now. He's he is. playing like the National League MVP, yeah. and he's not even playing in right field. He's just batting yeah. and just contributing uh-huh. so much. Yeah. And he might possibly. I'm just gonna say, I think he's gonna have way better numbers than this year. Yeah, I think. And he usually, will too. yeah. I usually, if too. you have a chance to win back to back MVP, you have to have a better season than before. Yeah. We talked about that with Jokic. Yeah. And everything. Yeah, even absolutely. though he didn't. Yeah. But 
Yeah. I think Harper can win back-to-back MVPs. I really do. Yeah. So, honestly, dude, I mean, the Phillies have just been turning around. I mean, from last week, we had nothing to talk about. They were stinking it up. You know what I mean? And then they come out this week, over the weekend, just killing it against the Angels, Angels series. And then they beat the Brewers last night, 10-0. Shout-out to Schwarber. Shout-out to Bryson Stott. Shout-out to Bryce Harper. Shout-out to all our batters getting hot, man. They are. They're really— Our our team is absolutely killing it. And I I love to watch the Phillies right now, and I hope they keep it up. I really do. Stott is a stud. and he is. I do not understand— why in the beginning of the season he played for the first like ten games or something, and then they sent him down to Triple A. Yeah, I know. Keep him up here, like yeah. let him progress. He's yeah. from Las Vegas. Dude, they you don't... saw where yeah. Harper's from. Yeah. Like just let him turn into a stud. Dude, He's gonna be a stud. That's the thing with young players, and I say this in multiple sports, not just baseball, not just basketball, not just football. Every sport, they don't give the young guys enough time to develop. They don't. And if they rush them, then. Ultimately, their career is not going to go out how, you know, you expect them to. You know what I mean? You have all these high aspirations. Like, you got to give the players time to develop. And I feel like they really rush these young guys. I mean, I get it to a certain point, but I don't. Because you got to give the players time to, you, you know, develop. You really and do. You have to have veterans that are going to lead them in the right way, too. So, you know, and, and coaches and, and, and GMs know what they're doing. You know what I mean? When they're putting together a team, you know, they try to assemble some veterans, some young cats, you know, yeah, right. guys in the middle of their career. You know what I mean? They they, they, they try to assemble around them. So and, and, you, and you have seen it, like, when young players get brought up, like, they're not going to be, like, crazy right away. Yeah, like, I know. Like, yeah. you got to let them develop. Like Absolutely. Like, these, like stars now like they weren't good their rookie season yeah, like their first yeah. time being up like they weren't crazy i yeah. mean but like i i just really think that the phillies have to keep him up and he's getting a lot more time now with uh dd and gene being down so yeah absolutely yeah i i mean i i hope for gene to come back soon man mm-hmm. oh, really. yeah because he was getting he's probably yeah. one of our most consistent yeah hitters, he was easily. consistent yeah and he was hot man so yeah shout out to alec boom too yeah. it's been, oh it's been yeah cracking and matt verling oh yeah matt verling yeah back to back yeah home yeah, runs back, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, shout-out to Alec Boom. Shout-out to the whole Phillies organization, man. Way to turn around, and I hope you guys keep it up. We got positive positive energy for you guys, and we hope for the best. And we want to keep seeing that bell ringing. Dung, dung, Rob, dung, dung. Rob Thompson, the new manager, 5-0 oh, and yeah. record as a manager. He's the first Phillies manager since 1915 to win first five games. Wow. Shout-out to Sean bringing up that statistics. That's a huge statistic to look at. I appreciate that, my guy. Seven and a half runs per game during this win streak. Wow. Starters Damn. have a 2.50 ERA in the last five games. Wow. Three and a half games back of the third wild card spot and nine and a half back of the wow. Mets in the wow. National League. Just let them get hot. Just yeah, let them get let hot. Them get hot. Yeah, because actually that was that was kind of shifting my question over to how did you think about Girardi's um, absence? How, how, how did you think about him leaving? I saw that they asked him an interview about the Phillies organization and – in, in in quotations, I think this ball is out of here. Making that he was doing, like yeah. he just wasn't making the right decisions. Yeah, pulling pitchers early. Yeah, just pulling pitchers early and everything. Yeah. So I think that's just what affected them. And like he knows that our bullpen's not that good. Yeah. So you can't really trust them. You have to have your starters mm-hmm. going as long as they possibly as long can. as they possibly can. Yeah. Due until, to the amount of pitches the, yeah. they're going into, you know. Right. Yeah. So I mean. 
But yeah, I mean, shout out to the Phillies. You guys have been turning around, and we got the positive energy for you boys. Two two ten game today. Play against yeah, the Brewers. Two, Hopefully, it's a win. Yeah, shout out to the Phillies. Two ten game. Yeah. So make make sure to watch it. Coming up in twenty minutes. Yeah, coming up in twenty minutes. Yeah, from what we were recording right now. Yeah. And uh, what you call it? Um, I think. How about how about let's lay out our predictions for uh, the two ten game? What do you think final score is going to be, and who do you think is going to crack that ball? The final score, I I think the Phillies sweep the Brewers. Sweep the Brewers, I think just like yeah. the just they've been playing really well. Yeah, and I, they're riding I really, the high hand. I really think they can sweep back to back teams. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say that Schwarber goes bomb today. Schwarber goes bomb today. I like it. And I'm gonna say Castellanos goes yard. Castellanos. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say I'm gonna agree with you with Schwarber. Schwarber hits a bomb. I think Bryce also hits a bomb. I think Bryson Stott is gonna hit a double. I double? believe that that is my predictions. Yeah, and I don't know exactly who is pitching. Eflin's pitching for Eflin. Us. Eflin. But here's the thing. On the other side, Corbin Burns is pitching. Oh, Corbin Burns. Who has yeah. a 250 ERA, 2.50 ERA. He's been doing pretty three good. And three and Yeah, because my boy uh, Woodruff is uh, still out. He's on the IL for Milwaukee, so he hasn't been pitching in the series. So, ah, so the Phillies mm. got Schwarber, Hoskins, Harper, Castellanos, Ramuto, Gregorius. Gregorius is back. Uh, has he been back? I I'm haven't even really been. Sure. I haven't even uh, been peaked. Yeah. Uh, Boom, Stott, and Moniak. And Stott and Moniak. That's our starting, yeah. starting lineup yeah. for tonight. Yeah, it's a good starting lineup. Um. Yeah, uh, I think Eflin. I think Eflin gets about five strikeouts. Uh, I, I think vote. Eflin has a good game today. Yeah, I, I think I, I, I think he possibly goes six. Yeah, I say seven, seven to eight strikeouts, and I think he goes probably six or seven. Six or seven. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I think he probably goes six. But yeah, I mean, you know, but positive, positive energy over here. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so ho- hoping for that big dub. You know, shout out to the Phils. You know, game's on at 210, so make make sure you guys uh, go out and watch the game. Hopefully, you know, we win, get that bell ringing. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> so going back to basketball real quick. Okay. What did you think of the Hustle movie? Oh, my. So, Sean, actually, sorry to break it to you. I still got an hour left. Oh, wow. So, yeah, because <laughs> I had to go to work yesterday. Uh what you call it? So I still got an hour left, so I still got to finish it. But from what I have saw, absolutely oh, amazing. Oh, amazing. Adam Sandler movie. don't miss. Oh, he doesn't miss at all. <laughs> he does not Adam miss. Sandler shout out to Adam Sandler. Miss. Yeah, shout out to the whole, you know, Philadelphia organization. I saw a little bit of Kyle Lowry, mm-hmm. Batiste Dival, yeah, Anthony dude, Edwards. Everybody's in that. Yo, making Anthony Edwards a menace. <laughs> Yeah. Dude, they are. Yeah, they're making yeah. him look like terrible. Like, I know. Like they're making him look like crazy, but they're making him look like he's like a douche. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they honestly are. Yeah, my my brother was saying that. He was like, "Wow, they're really portraying him to be a douche." Yeah, right. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, so. but I think the movie was brilliant. Uh, I loved it. It was in Philadelphia, and I thought Adam Sandler was just great in it. Yeah. I, I, he he just doesn't miss. miss. He don't miss. He doesn't. Man. He's got to be the greatest actor of all time. He has to be. I, he's my he's my greatest actor yeah. of all time. Shout out to Adam Sandler. Shout out. Go if you guys haven't checked it out, you know, sh- yeah. shout out, go watch the movie Hustler. On it Netflix, is worth it. Yeah. yeah, on Netflix. Yeah, it is worth it. You gotta go finish it, buddy. Yeah, I gotta finish <laughs> it. I got an hour left, so I'm gonna finish it in my free time when I got some time. So yeah, I, I can't wait to finish it. So that is gonna wrap up episode fifteen of Thread and Needle Podcast. Hope you guys have a good one. Baseball.